Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Neurodegeneration is a process involved in several serious and debilitating diseases for which there's often no cure. One of the first steps on the journey towards treatment to stop neurons dying is understanding how and why they do so. Well, now scientists from Cambridge University and the University of Toronto have announced a mechanism that might explain how neurons die in two diseases, motor neuron disease and a type of dementia called frontotemporal dementia. Cambridge University chemist Michele Vendrascolo joins us to tell us more. Thanks for joining us. So to start with, what are neurons? If you think of a very simple action like uh, raising your hands, this uh, at the microscopic level, in fact, is an incredibly complex process. And uh, at the very basic level, you need to send a signal from the brain to the arm if you're raising your arm. And so there are particular cell types that are called neurons that uh, can carry out this task. The point is that cells are normally very small, like a millionth of a, a meter. And so these uh, cells, instead, have to be very, very long on the cellular scale because they say, for example, one meter. So this is a terrible problem in biology because uh, you have to transmit a signal over this very long distance. So neurons uh, are a very, very special geometry by which they have a body, a very, very long filament, which is called axon, and then an end, which is called synapses, where the transmission takes place. Right. So they're these very long cells that basically help messages get from A to B with a beginning, a middle and an end. So what about the degeneration of these neurons then? How does this relate to disease? As you can imagine, maintenance of this type of uh, cell is uh, complicated. So there are many processes that can go wrong. And one of these processes that has been recently discovered is one particular state of proteins, which is called the gel state, in which proteins that are normally soluble molecules become a sort of gel. And this gel is actually a functional state in this case, and it can act as a transporter of information from the nucleus to the synapses. So now new states of proteins are really coming out in recent years. The other state, which is also associated with neurodegeneration, and it is much better known, is called the amyloid state, by which proteins form clumps which are very rigid so now this jelly are still clumps but they are much more soft when a message is being uh, sent the messages change state yes. to travel and yes. then change back again but really the excitement about this research is that there is this new state in uh, in biology we are just beginning to understand the rules for its formation and maintenance so what did you do to look into this so we studied the process in vitro, since studying neurons directly in the brain is extremely difficult, and we are just beginning to understand the formation of this gel state. We look at cells cultured in vitro, and here we can follow this process of gel formation much more readily by using a range of methods, from biophysical method to molecular biology methods. So you've discovered this, this new state. How does this relate? to neurodegeneration going wrong? 
Yes, so this state is a transported state. So the, the information that has to be carried out is actually a messenger RNA. So messenger RNA is captured in, in this jelly state in the nucleus um, and then transported to the synapses. So the, and the, the sort of safe passage is ensured by this jelly state. So RNAs can be degraded along this way, which is on the molecular scale, uh, an extremely long journey. So it's protected by the jelly. But then jelly is a dangerous state because uh, you have to, unless you control it very well. So in disease, uh, the release, so the degelification goes wrong. And so what we have uncovered are two ways in which this uh, degelification can go wrong. And so the the gels uh, holds on the mRNA and the, the mRNA cannot be transmitted. Right, so the messenger turns into a goo to basically go down the road and then something goes wrong and they just stay a goo and then the message doesn't get delivered. Yes, and and, and that accumulates in the synapses and this uh, gives rise to all sorts of pathological processes that eventually uh, result in the neuronal death. And so this is obviously a massive problem for those diseases we talked about earlier. So could this potentially lead us towards potential drug treatments? We hope so. I mean, certainly is a big step forward because uh, we we have gone from a situation in which there was no um, you know understanding of the mechanism underlying the disease, and to, to a situation in which now we think we understand at least one of them, and uh, and within the understanding it has come the knowledge of the target or the targets in this case, which are uh, the particular further proteins that are controlling the uh, processes of uh, degelification and the release of mRNA. So now we have targets, and in particular one which is very promising is an enzyme which is called methylase, which carries out the chemical modifications that are needed for the release. Methylases are uh, already targets in drug discovery, uh, so we can take advantage of this knowledge. Michele Vendroscolo from Cambridge University, thank you very much.